Hey, what is going on, everyone? It's me, Mr. Mario, and welcome back to another episode of Mario's Minute. This is episode 36. We've been doing this for, geez, three years at this point. And in case you do not know, this is a podcast I try and do every month where I alternate, where sometimes I talk about whatever the hell I want to if I'm by myself, or sometimes I'll have a guest on and both of us talk about really whatever the hell we want to. Now, I did say this is a podcast and it's available in two forms. It's available in the YouTube upload on my YouTube channel, Mr. Mario 2011. Uh, you can check it out there, although it's just kind of an image with a cool looking visualizer on it. At least I think it's pretty cool looking. And then, of course, as I said, this is a podcast, so you can fire up any of your favorite podcasting platforms, websites, apps, look up Mario's Minute, and you should be able to find it on there, subscribe, and download, listen to it like you would any other audio-only podcast. Now, this month is going to be one of those months where we have a guest on, and I guess I'll just bring you on here immediately. As I always ask to my guest, who the hell are you? Hi, I'm Frame Raider. I do YouTube, like probably most of the people you've interviewed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not great with the introductions, but there you go. It's all good. It's all good. Well, uh, thank you very much for coming on here, Frame Raider. Yeah, thanks. You, uh, thanks you very much, you, for inviting me to podcast you. No, this problem. is like the first time I've ever been interviewed for a thing. So yeah, uh, bear the, bear the pardons, and you, as well the fact that I also have really bad reflux at times. So you might hear things like that. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. I'm I'm a man of many voices and all like many like sounds and all that as well. Uh, I actually I could have told you this even off the air, but it's all good. I don't the, the thing I tell people I don't even think of this as an area because it's really not. I just think of it as a conversation sure. that yeah. I want to have with you, and we're just you know we we have a big red button that's going off in the background. Yeah, that's true. Um, it it is just a bunch of a, a good good old fun exchange between pals. With exactly. also 152,000 people potentially watching, but yeah. <laughs> it's all good. Not all those people are going to watch. It's fine. It's fine. Well, I mean, could be S just tomorrow some... Mr. Mario explodes and suddenly he's next to PewDiePie. I'm not trying to explode, all right? That sounds dangerous. That sounds... Oh, wait, you're talking about the channel, not like physical being. All right. <laughs> oh, all right, of course. All right. Yeah. Yeah, no, actually on here. So, I mean, you said just uh, for anybody who doesn't know you, you do YouTube things. Like, what exactly would you say the stuff you do on YouTube is? Because, like, for me, for example, and this might be the most, like, closest to an interview question. But, like, I think I found you from your original Xbox emulation video. And I had to actually go back and find which one it was because I remember seeing... Uh, personally, like how you came on my radar, I had seen at least one or two OG Xbox videos you did, which I thought were really well done. Um, and then you do a lot of console libraries I've seen and such, uh, which I love all of those. But I remember like I had seen you comment on a soft mod video of mine, like for the OG Xbox. I was like, oh, shit, frame record, this guy, I <laughs> like what he does. This is exciting. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, well, uh, regarding the... I guess I'll just kind of go about what you said in a random order regarding the sure. Xbox emulation video I did that. Oh, that's a long time ago. I, I remember that was probably like the first professional grade video I ever did because I did a lot of researching and I came across people and I had the opportunity to ask questions and that ended up being a much larger project than I initially intended for it to be because I, you know, I had all those opportunities. Um, so I, we, we ended up putting together something pretty big. I guess I, that was like more of a, like a community project 
which is it's funny because I haven't talked to like any of those people since. But I mean, <laughs> back then it was cool. And even to this day, I still randomly get like an email that says so and so would like permission to edit your document for that like three year old almost mini documentary about Xbox emulators. I'm just like, how do you even have that link? But like, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that was pretty cool. And I guess that kind of opened my opportunity to make a lot of other videos of that uh, juncture. Man, that's a problem I have where I just I throw words out there thinking that I know what they mean. I don't know what that means, but you know, maybe if it, maybe that fits. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, and then you also said the console libraries and, oh man, do those videos have problems? I wish they didn't, but oh man, do they have problems? <laughs> um, I, I watch them. I like them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? They're entertainment and that's what I intend for them to be. But it is so easy to just point out a million different things wrong with it, especially in retrospect. Cause like the thing is a lot of the time, the comments I get on those videos is people like saying, how the hell do you not know this or that, or this or that? I think the real problem is when you're dealing with such a large volume of topics, you're going to get every different type of person watching it. And anyone who's ultra familiar with those things that I'm not like sports games or RPGs, uh, it just goes to show how little I know about those things. And then I guess to those people, it's like, Oh, why the hell wouldn't you know about that? It's because you don't usually find people talking about those things if they don't know anything about those things. But sure. if in a console library video, I kind of have to talk about those things. So it's like, it's almost like I need to learn more about gaming. And then there's also people that get really <laughs> mad when you mispronounce Troy Aikman or Ackman or whatever. It's just like, man, I don't. <laughs> um, uh, regarding videos, I guess I make on my channel. I kind of just do whatever the heck I want. I always tell people to check out my playlist tab because that's that's where you'll find the most semblance of order on my channel. Because I think on a surface level, my channel makes absolutely no sense. But when you open the playlist tab, it's like it kind of makes more. Okay, he's got videos on animations. He's got videos on uh, hands-on tech stuff. He's got reviews. But then, like, you look at the, like, the whole video list, and it's like, oh, wow, this is just a, a huge mess. <laughs> I think that throws off subscribers a lot. As I've said before, every time I publish a video, I lose subscribers first, which usually it does level out eventually, but it's always a loss at first. And I think it's because people forget why they subscribed. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It's uh, even with that, I know people, the subscriber thing, I know people were pointing out as a bug when it first happened, like when people first started noticing it, I guess, years ago, it was like, no, it's really not a bug. It's more just human nature. Like people see a people's taste change or maybe the uploader upload something different than they wanted to see. And there's like, oh, OK, I don't really want to see this video or this uploader anymore. So they just unsubscribe. But I mean, the best thing to do is just continuously power through it on there, which it sounds like you're doing it's not it's not as big of a deal as people are making it out to be no uh if i do recall correctly i think part of the glitch people didn't like was the fact that sometimes they'd refresh their browser after doing nothing in particular and sometimes they'll have lost like 30 subscribers sure and that i i think these days that's considered um inactive accounts but i actually had one close fan of my channel who told me at one point uh, that YouTube had unsubscribed his channel from me, and it's just like, oh, that's great. 
So sometimes you wonder, is it really they're removing inactive accounts or it's just some kind of weird excuse? I have no idea. I'll never know. I think it's kind of an excuse and maybe they, they're not looking at the actual, like the proper data they need because uh, this blew up like a few years ago. It blew up to the point where um, I think the creator studio uh, channel uh, I don't remember exactly what it's called, but something along those lines. It's a, it's kind of like a homegrown, but like official YouTube channel. Right. Yeah. And they had made a video talking about that and they had one of the engineers on there and she was saying, no, we have gotten so many reports of people saying that they've been unsubscribed and we couldn't find any evidence of it. And it's just like, everyone was just overwhelmingly saying, no, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. And like, it's even, I remember there was a live stream I did where I believe it was myself, um, Modbot and Johnny Guns. Uh, I don't think you would know them, but I, maybe some other listeners might. And we were on the stream and like right there live, like our reaction was there. Johnny went to Modbot's channel and was like, holy shit, I'm unsubscribed. Like I, there's no logical reason for me to ever unsubscribe from your channel. Like, look at this. And he shared his screen. He's like, I swear I did not do this. I, I don't know when it happened. I was unsubscribed from your channel. So mm-hmm. like we, it's happened to so many people across the platform, but then at the same time, YouTube says, well, we've looked at all the data and it's not happening. There's no automatic unsubscribe bug. That's weird. Yeah. I, I mean, if they're so, if they're so sure that there isn't a thing, but I mean, who can you trust really? Who knows? Nobody. You can't trust anybody at this point. Yeah. I mean, I can't even really think, well, maybe there's a few reasons why they would unsubscribe people. They want people to, uh, mm, I, I don't know. It, it gets more into con- conspiracy if I really think of it that way. But sure, like, maybe sure. they want you to try harder or something, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they we, just want to want to get those views. They I, want you I to just, get those views so that they I, can get those views. I just think it's another YouTube weird thing that's happening on there. It could be a lot of things. Figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Although thankfully it hasn't been bad. Like I've, I've at least noticed like somewhat recently, like maybe the past like a year or so, I haven't seen it like crop up as often. Yeah. Um, I don't really have much to say about it. I mean, it's, it's definitely an interesting thing to think about. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then sometimes I'm just like, I just, I don't want to think about this. I just want to watch my damn videos. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I wish I could, I, I wonder if there's also, uh, the last week or so i've stumbled across several channels that i swear i've never seen in my life and then they just mm-hmm. pop up in my subscriptions i click on the channel it says i was subscribed one of them was like i i, I just like sexiest babes in video games and i like look <laughs> at the channel and i'm like there is absolutely nothing on this channel that i ever would have subscribed to what is this doing here uh question do you think like if you looked at the channel do you think it was a channel you subscribed to before and then maybe they either got hacked or they sold the channel like it it seemed like it was fairly consistent i mean there's also the possibility i left it open on a i i don't think i ever would have left my login anywhere but i mean Mm -hmm. the possibility is i mean even if why would somebody just use your account to subscribe to random channels i don't know it's weird I, i i i have a theory of that somehow youtube subscribed to me to these channels because i there's just i have no no recollection unless like i don't know maybe in like when i first created my account for some reason i I don't know it doesn't even make sense to me where did the where did you come from 
<laughs> I've never. I don't know. And now we're at the point where we're just overthinking it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, definitely. That's that. That's what that's what YouTube does to you, though, man. Sometimes it'll just like. Sometimes you can get to the nitty gritty and like look and try and figure out all the stuff, and then like I, I don't know. To me, I've just kind of more been of like, okay, I care a little bit, but I'm just gonna, you, you know, let's just upload and have fun. All right, we're done. We're done here. <laughs> yeah. 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 There, there was. This isn't really a question. It's more just a comment that I was, I was wanting to tell you about, but. I, I just want to say I'm because we haven't we haven't spoken like you know voice to voice prior to this but just overall I did want to tell you you are a you're an incredibly entertaining guy at first I was thinking it was just funny and like it that is true but it's to the point where it's like I, I'll put it like this um frame Raider and I were trying to get this all sorted for about a month or so and it was just we actually we had this all like hashed out I just said hey can't you have you on for the November episode we'll do December but um even when <laughs> when you when you were debugging your xbox with me because he was having a power issue with his original xbox and you were telling me about what was going on i was helping you out we were having this back and forth and you would send me a clip of you trying to fire the xbox back up and then like you just went into this rant and it was just it was only like a minute long <laughs> but even just that it felt like i was watching like an unreleased part of a frame raider video and it was just so entertaining and i was just i was <laughs> laughing watching that yeah that's something i just i just get from you as a person and even just like the content and even just like little like just little clips of that it, to me you're a very entertaining person i have to thank you for that yeah i well i'm glad you see it that way a lot of people that i know um will kind of get annoyed at my ranting i i can rant about a lot of a lot of things but it's like it's funny i never really mean anything by it i i i something that i really struggle with on my youtube i think i come across very angry sometimes but (laughs) here here's here's my main theory on to why that is i really hate recording scripts Uh, for a number of reasons like the first thing is i got this like 20 page long double spaced thing where i just have that in front of me i'm just like oh i don't want to um and then there's also the thought that my and and to y'all watching at home will probably have recognized that my mouth just clicks all the time i don't know if it's like i don't drink enough which is probably a true statement but i i don't know and and it's just it's just total annoyance for me and it's like i oh also as i said to you earlier before we started I live immediately next to a door that opens and closes constantly. Thankfully, it's like later in the day, so you're not going to hear that as much. But I also try to get my stuff done in like earlier in the day because that's when I have more energy um, and sunlight. But sure. Yeah. And then uh, we'll have neighbors yelling at each other outside or people quite quite frequently. There will be people moving in. And they'll just be carrying large furniture items and smashing and banging. And I'm just like, oh, dear Lord, no, not now. <laughs> and 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 we're also immediately next to a street. But this is the cheapest place that I was aware of in this city. And and it's still it's terrible. <laughs> I understand. Well, I, I mean, yeah, of course, it's I mean, terrible if it's the cheapest place in the city. But um, I, mean, I, I, gotta, I don't even you, know. <laughs> you you got to deal with what you deal with, though, you know, of course. Yeah. Yeah, at least you got a roof over your head, all that fun stuff. I just got to yeah, make less I, videos and be a bit less stressed about all the. I, I don't know if you've seen my upload schedule. Like, as, 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 like, up until the last, like, video I posted, which I've been taking a little bit of a break recently, but I would just literally grind YouTube nonstop, 24 7, except for the occasional, um, sleeping. Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's, YouTube's my full time thing because I, I, 
I, I have a number of issues. I uh, I have scoliosis, so I, I can't really do too much moving or else my back starts to really like the upper part of it just starts to really cramp up. Uh, I mean, I don't want to get too personal, but I have like ADHD, so it's it's hard to focus on. There was, I was working at a Toys R Us once. And I just oh, could not. Peace, Toys R Us. <laughs> Unless it's to- is Toys R Us still live in in Canada? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, it's maybe, dead maybe, over here. Maybe not in 2021, but like, because mm, yeah. like COVID and stuff. But like, yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah. It's 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 alive and well. And I was working there pretty much just after they closed off in America. Um, I they they basically demanded me to learn the whole inner workings and outer workings of the building in a week and that was just like i i just had to say i i can't keep doing this like i gotta i gotta break off because i just couldn't i I also feared the consequence of somebody yelling at me and saying how the frick didn't you learn this in this period of time just like i don't know my brain doesn't work that way (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i've all and i've had friends also tell me hey you know frame you're literally never going to do anything with your life unless it's creative, right? And I'm just like, yeah, that's pretty much true. So uh, if it's not YouTube, it's got to be something else in the creative field for a number of factors. I also live in an incredibly like industrial city. So there's not many jobs here in the first place. I'm just, sure. you know, blessed to have YouTube in an economic crisis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I mean, this is like, uh, congratulations on that. And then also, I mean, this is a, this is definitely a good time where a lot of people have been kind of doing their like their, their self startups and like kind of looking inwards on themselves saying, hey, maybe I'd, I might want to have a job where I work from home or maybe be self-employed or kind of do that whole thing or finally start up that stream, like that streaming career, just, Gosh, just streaming for fun another, like, stuff. Thought of like how in the last couple months, a lot of like bigger YouTubers are falling and people like me are getting a lot less views as well. And it's like, uh, I have a number, there's a number of factors. I think first of all, um, everyone's been spending a lot of their free time watching YouTube. And I think by now it's been, we're almost a year into this whole lockdown situation. Almost, I think people yeah, are, I, I think people I, are kind of we're... sick of just watching YouTube all the time now. Yeah, at the time we're recording this, because uh, we're we're recording this a week in advance, but it's like, dude, I was because I I have a day job, but I was sent home nine months ago, and I was only supposed to be home for three weeks. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. how that goes. Um, mm-hmm. I think I was uh yeah reasons why people aren't watching, uh, and then as the extension to the previously engaged engaged conversation was uh these people who are off their jobs maybe trying to start up doing their own thing and oh no my screen went dark i hope that didn't affect the podcast okay no it's all good (laughs) i still hear you beautifully all right um so yeah these people who have never done youtube before are getting into youtube maybe they're taking off or other people are you know just trying to find their own sort of new hobbies to do at home i think there's a lot of reasons why channels are kind of falling right now you know, I think a part of it as well, too, is also people have uh, over. I mean, this just gives it a whole other thing with COVID, but like people have more opted to just, you know, adjust to new normal and such. So it's like, hey, we could kind of hunker down and do a lockdown for a little bit. But, um, you know, we I don't even want to get into the whole like how we mishandled it and stuff because I'm trying to be in a good mood. But either way, yeah, yeah. it's like, you know, people had people had to go back to school. People had to go back to work. People went out and did stuff because like, you know, in like March, April, like 
everything just boomed like you know viewership wise and all that stuff because Mm -hmm. everyone was at home yeah and then it went back down to nor at least on my channel i noticed it went back down to normal levels uh because at this point and I, i i'm still happy with my views but at this point you know people are there's still more eyes than what was previously happening you know about a year ago sure but people are going back to live their regular lives as much as they can so they're not spending as they're spending more time in the house than they normally would like compared to you know november december 2019 sure uh but they're still doing their other stuff it's not like march and april where it's like oh i have like people are staying inside completely or they're only in their house or they you know got laid off from their job or something so they have nothing else going on so all of a sudden they have eight or nine hours a day that they didn't have access to before to do whatever they wanted mm-hmm. yeah yeah actually how uh how has it been over for you all uh up there um covid was well actually as of two days ago lockdown recommerced immense oh my okay engaged oh gosh they're me with my sporadic words again but um yeah there there was a significant jump in cases uh it went from like 70 a day to like 130 or something something along those lines so they went to full full lockdown uh Mm -hmm. again and now we're just kind of all sticking in our homes before uh stores were open you could basically go anywhere still if you were wearing a mask but now I guess it's restricted to uh, essential services again. That's just where okay. I live. I I highly doubt that reflects Canada as a whole, but at least um, that's that's how it is right here in hometown of insert uh, name of hometown here. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because yeah, I have. I mean, I first of all, I, I love Canada. I've been up there many times. But oh, cool. uh, yeah, no, absolutely love the country overall. And I, I've been in like the mostly in like the Toronto and like london ontario like those areas yeah i've been um, there a few times i wish i could visit more i want to i want to buy re-res a beer or something oh that'd be awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah they're, they're really like nice places to visit it's cold but also people are really like canadians are really nice i guess so i'll say for for one thing though we definitely don't pour ma- maple syrup on everything or scream the word a all the time which sure for the record i hear americans say a like just as much as canadians do I don't fair, know. Fair. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it might change the more you go like, like seriously up north. But like, mm-hmm. it's funny, even in my hometown, I often see uh, like advertisements and billboards use like eh as like a, a slogan or whatever. And I always see that. And I'm just like, you're so silly. We don't talk like that here. What are you doing? It's like, I feel like because I live in a border city, I imagine a lot of Americans come over and they're just like, oh, God, there's the A's. And I'm just like, I promise you, it's not really like that here. I don't know what they're maybe doing. Maybe the ads are for, maybe the ads are for Americans just to entertain You know what? Americans. It's quite possible considering, yeah, again, it's a border city. I love how yeah. immediately after you come out the border, there's a McDonald's. Is there really? There is. At least here there huh. is. All right. All right. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, at least in, you know, in my area, we haven't like, we were pretty locked down like at the beginning, but now it's more just... Pretty much everything seems to be open at this point. It's like, you know, there's mask mandates where you got to wear a mask and stuff. And I I think one of the most I wear a mask when I go out and I try and minimize going out and such. But uh, one of the most telling things was locally, there is a mandate. You have to wear one. 
but I had gone to my gym a few months ago to cancel my membership because I'm like, well, I don't feel safe going here. I'm not going of to come course, here. Yeah. I have I have Ring Fit at home, you know that sure. that's been kicking my ass, right? But um, I went over there and I was like, you know. I've only been here like five minutes to cancel my membership, but I see an employee who's playing around, like taking their mask on and off. They have a person directly in front of them, like a customer who has their mask off. They're not saying anything. I've seen another employee who doesn't have their mask on at all. So I'm like, you know what? No, like I, I, I'm, I'm making a very good decision here to not come in. This is kind of just confirming everything. Yeah. I Wow. I can't believe they're just pulling on and off like that. Yeah, yeah. One person, but still, I'm like, maybe that was one person too many because, you know, since he's an employee, well, course, how yeah, many people is he interacting with every day? Exactly. exactly. Those people he's interacting with are now carrying if they're if the guy is carrying. It's just, mm-hmm. I mean, and especially if, if even if you're going to be a guy promoting the use of the mask, like if you're taking it off here and there, you're almost completely, especially, especially depending on where you're putting the mask when you take it off. Um, yep. uh, one thing I want to say when we brought up masks um sure i remember one of my videos i don't know if it was at the end of a video or it might have been one of my posts like my community posts where i was like and wear a mask dang it or something it was just like a joke this one mm-hmm. guy really went off on how frame raider please you, you can't say stuff like that it's political you don't want to <laughs> you want to be political on your channel and I, I responded i'm like wearing a mask is political and they're just like Yes, it is absolutely a political statement. Please do not put stuff like that on your channel. And it's like, oh I, I totally endorse not um, alienating your audience. I'm I'm all for that. Definitely, in all ways, I, I try to put any type of political belief to the back of my head when I'm engaging online. So sure. I'm all for keeping po- politics away from the content, but would have never thought wearing a mask is a political choice or decision or at least maybe it's, it's where i live i don't know where everyone's just doing it i just figure everyone's doing it but then i also have friends in texas who are telling me that like pretty much like nobody's doing it and if you do you get mocked so i mean like i guess it makes sense but like it's it just shows how different this whole thing's been approached around the world yes absolutely um yeah in 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 the u.s it's much more charged on there and i'm i'm of the belief it's not political it's just it's scientific all right and it's just like even even if people say there's like oh it doesn't make that much of a difference i'm like cool if it doesn't make that much of a difference it's easy to do just put the damn thing on it's fine there's so many different masks you're complaining this one's too hot or you can't breathe very well with this one just get one that's better okay plus i i'm one of those people personally i like the mask thing i i like i like wearing it i like how it looks so that's you must have a good one i don't have good ones I, I try I mean, to stay out as least as amount of possible just because I don't have good ones. I mean, I feel sure. like I will always go out with one, but I mm-hmm. I don't I don't go out as much because I just don't like wearing them. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, no. I'm sure probably I've seen people wear like construction masks where it's like one of those like see through plastic. Oh, like for, and you're... you'd think for like welding or something, but I see people just wearing those out in public. and I'm like, yeah, I guess if that works. Yeah, see, you're even with those ones, like the shield, the face shield. That's yes, what it that's is. basically what that is. You're only supposed to use a face shield in conjunction with a mask. So there's people who only use a face shield, and it's like, no, that's really not helping. Oh, well, then I don't know why they would even wear that in the first place then if a mask because is required they th- because they think it does. I mean, some people might just not know either. Like for me, for example, um, have you have you played Watch Dogs? Uh, no, I, I've I've seen stuff. Okay so you've seen like you've seen like the main character the mask he wears oh yeah uh, i Yo. i believe my one of my close friends actually 
like exclusively wears that as his face mask. I think because it, he, I think he got a pre, a deluxe like edition of the game, and it came with like that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what he wears. <laughs> Yo, so I, I'm actually gonna tell you something you should pass on to your friend. Like, I was just like, you know what? I want to get a nice mask. I decided to get one, like a cool looking one, right? So. I got one of those and you know, I was going out looking like Aiden Pierce for like a week or so. And, um, I had posted up a photo and for, for anybody who I doubt there's anyone who really saw this, but for anybody who might've seen this, these pictures go up and then go down, I'll explain. Um, I had taken like a few pictures of me outside in that mask and I put them up on social media. And, uh, one of my friends actually messaged me. He's like, Hey dude, um, here's actually a, uh, here's a good study that was done on masks and such. And in short, the mask that you're wearing is just as bad or possibly even worse than not wearing a mask. Because essentially... The way you started that sounded so mean, girls. (laughs) Um, (laughs) just to let you know... (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that that shows how, how... out of touch i am with i've only seen mean girls once so like i don't think i've ever seen it i'm just again really here's here's me throwing out random random stuff but like that's just what i assume is the vibe of like it's uh, it's kind of like the people who haven't seen star wars but everyone knows luke i am your father so yeah like i man i should not make comparisons that's one of my was that's one of my new year's (laughs) resolutions that i'm gonna have to adjust to it's like stop like uh I, I think one of my friends put it um volunteering information where i don't have to <laughs> but hey it was it was it was a good meme it was it was <laughs> but but either i think it's fine i don't have an issue with it but either way um so he had let anything me know, you don't like, have an issue with millions of others on the internet will <laughs> that's true yeah uh but on there, he had uh, linked me this uh, this study that was done, and it pretty much showed that that style of mask, um, it didn't really do much to, you know, filter, you know, to protect you. But even so, really, if you like, if you sneezed or any droplets that came out, they pretty much ended up multiplying as they came out. So you had an even bigger spread. So at best, it was the same as not wearing the, a mask. At worst, it was worse than wearing than than you know not wearing a mask at all. So with that, you know, we were talking about. It, he was like, "Yeah, you know, just I, I just want to let you know, like it's cool mask, but it it's it's dangerous to wear." And he was sure. like, "You might want to take those posts down as well." Too. I was like, "No, no, no, totally. Like I don't want to promote wearing this thing." So I took down the posts, and that was it. So I have this really cool Aiden Pierce mask that's just you know sitting downstairs somewhere that I I can't safely wear. <laughs> So, so what you're saying is that, well, 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 is that kind of like physical mask not good or just like a specific one? Uh, that, that style, like that physical style of mask. Oh, wow. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'll have to pass that on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, there's still a lot of mask stuff we we didn't know and we weren't know. And of course, like even like the cloth masks that people wear, they they aren't medical grade, but you know they they, they help well enough on there. So that's why people are wearing them. But sure, like that yeah. style, that physical style in particular, is just like no, you're you're wear anything else. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh well. Actually, one thing I uh, I wanted to bring up on here because i've just been i've been following this but uh cyberpunk have you played it have you looked into it why did that come to my head just moments before you said that i'm not even sure why because brainwaves that's why that is one of the uh the top uh conversations of the week is is. cyberpunk in the beautiful 
console ports that people are playing on their base PS4s. And oh God. people are getting mad at people for playing it on their base PS4, despite, but um, it says that on the box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it came out on PS4, so it should work on PS4. Yeah, it should. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, have you, uh, I mean, ha- have you looked into Cyberpunk at all? Have you had any excitement for it, or have you no, just kind of I, passed? Okay. Yeah, um, one thing about that in particular, I guess a lot of people label me as, like, a gamer, and, uh... Uh, I've been trying to stray away from this. Some people might be able to see from my channel, except those videos (laughs) don't get many views. But um, yeah, a lot of people will ask me, hey, what's your thoughts on this? What's your thoughts on cyberpunk? And how do you feel about this new thing or this or that? Let let me tell you, the Zelda CDI games being remastered was the most exciting thing to me in the last five years (laughs) related to gaming. (laughs) But um, yeah, I, I... Mm, I, I, I've the only thing that interests me when it comes to these new big games coming out is watching streamers do their bits about it. Like Vine Sauce recently posted his little glitch video. That was kind of funny. I mean, it was nothing mm-hmm. crazy, but it's like it's just I don't know. It's it's all about the memes. I I'm, I don't really play games. If it's not for YouTube, I'm pretty much never playing video games. And I guess um that might be a bit of a critique to some people. It's like oh he's not a real gamer. It's like. You know, I've never promoted that. I've never said I'm a real gamer. I that I just uh I I don't know. And then and then you'll get comments about, "Oh, he sucks at Doom Eternal." And it's like, "Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I kind of do." But at least I at least I admit that. <laughs> yeah, actually even with that cuz we we talked about a little bit about that off air, but do you cuz you do YouTube full time and such and do you I I guess directly asking, do you equate games to work? Um, unfortunately, yes. Okay. I, it wasn't always that way, but the especially when I moved out of my parents, which was three, two years ago, something like that. Um, it, it was really more like what I think if people were to go back into my channel, they would mo- notice a lot more of my content at that point was based on stuff I wanted to make and I was really enthusiastic about. It sort of had a bit of a turn into what's going to perform well but i also kind of have an interest in um Mm -hmm. and a lot a lot of like my youtube in general is just like like exposing memories i've had as a children where i revisit my old childhood games so uh i guess some people might think that i'm i'm visiting these old games for the first time but no uh usually they're just games i played when i was a kid because i spent a lot of time playing games as a kid uh gee i may have gotten sidetracked what was the topic again oh it's all good it's all good no actually i do want to stay on this and we can come back to cyberpunk but no because it was uh i was asking if you equate games to work right um yeah unfortunately i i guess i would have to say i do especially when a lot of the games that i've done recently i'm going through the ratchet and clank series of games and uh first three games fun enough to play through i'm not huge on the third one that's controversial but yeah, at least they're they're entertaining games through and throughout, even if one's better than the other, but whatever. And then now I'm doing the two PSP games and the uh, the spinoff uh, Gladiator Deadlocked, Ratchet Deadlocked. Mm-hmm. I, I've played Deadlocked when I was younger, but I don't have much of a memory of it. Um, the two PSP games, the first one, it's decent. It's not terrible. Second one... Uh, there are a lot of YouTubers that have covered it and said it's like the worst game they've ever played, 
which I disagree with. I don't think it's a terrible game. Like it, it gets close, but to say it's among like the worst games ever is just a huge, huge stretch. I would say that it's, it's a fair game. It's, it's not something I would spend money on, which is unfortunate because I bought it on launch day. Cause I freaking oh, man. really loved the ratchet and clank games back then, especially that sounds uh, the disappointing. First, the first PSP game size matters. I really liked uh, on my PSP and I played through that game like 30 times, like on my save file. So that's something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, then, then the sequel was very, very different. Not even like a ratchet and clank game. I don't know. It was, it was like its own thing completely and just not very good at what it was trying to do. Sure. Oh, it's got so many like dumb rhythm games and stuff. And it's like, what the hell is this? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we're not talking about Ratchet and Clank, but uh, that that's that's where it becomes more of a chore for me. Like uh, doing the, the trilogy games, I would say that was half work, half fun. Doing this okay. set of games is quarter fun, 75% work. Uh, I haven't gotten to deadlocked yet. I hear that's good. So at least I have that to look forward to. Gotcha. I mean, uh, even with what you do, though, with, with all the gaming videos and stuff, and this is actually even something I'd, I'd wanted to tell you about, but that is that is work to a degree. And what I mean by that is you're I don't know if you'd agree with me on this. You're playing the game, but you're not actively sitting there engaged and fully playing it. You're either mentally or and or physically taking notes on it. You're recording, you're doing other stuff. You're, yes you're playing it with a purpose not for enjoyment mm-hmm. and that's yeah. that's why for me like i can like doing reviews but like i guess my most recent example is i did a which well i guess between us recording and releasing there's going to be another review coming out that one was easier but um i had done a review over the xbox hdmi which is like this is i watched awesome that device. actually yeah oh oh well th- what do you think of it uh i got such a bad memory man i know i watched that it's all good. Uh, hold on. If I just scroll over your video and watch the the little thumbnail play its part, I might pick up more of a okay. memory. Or all I'm right, going right. to actually mute your video and just skim through it and try to okay. remember. All right. Oh, you right. did like a whole hour of this. Wow. Yes, I, I, yes, I had I no did. memory of it being that long. <laughs> oh, you know what? I think I didn't really watch the gameplay showcases. I might have just skipped to your final thoughts after. Fair. The- fair uh, and i and i put the gameplay showcase in. i i kind of debated cutting that down but like i even asked about it and people were like no if this is like an hour we'll we all show i'm like okay cool that's usually, i don't know if you know that i have a second channel called frame play where i post footage of related stuff this is if i if i was in your situation this is the kind of thing i would dedicate to that channel where I'd, it'd be like my extra okay. thing where i'd put oh and and if you want to see the gameplay showcase i've put a video on my other channel and you can go check that out is what i would say yeah i gotcha. remember i remember you I think I even almost wanted to comment on this video because you said you got the Xbox like sent over to you or something. I did. Yes. Yeah. That's awfully convenient. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, even going back on that, like I had, I'd gotten this like awesome device for release. I had an Xbox sent over. Like I, I got like a bunch of time to mess with it and such. Cause I was, there was no deadlines or anything. And I was like, this is great, but I dragged my feet on that for so long because I'm like, damn it, this is a review and I'm going to have to like sit here and play games and like, you know, look at the technical stuff of this. And like, even though of it's course, something that yeah. on paper, I should enjoy everything. I'm like, this is going to be a lot. And to, to put it in perspective for anybody who like, and I'm, I'm sure frame, like you, you can attest to this here, but like for, for anybody's perspective on this, 
if you haven't done something like that, because I did, you know, there was there was only like 20 minutes, 20, 22 minutes worth of like core gameplay on there. But I had to test, you know, a bunch of games like myself on my TV and such. And then I was recording. That was a whole other thing. And I pretty much dedicated a weekend to really tearing through that video. Like I was like, okay, cool. I got the Xbox here. I'm going to record the footage. I'm going to edit. I'm going to do all the stuff I need to. Wow. And I was messaging a friend I'm just, at the time. I, I'm, I am listening to you, but it's just I've got that video scrolling uh, as you're talking, just like mm-hmm. trying to pick up on things. And you have a part where you're showing Halo 480p. And then I'm just like, okay, yeah, that looks that looks pretty good. <laughs> and then and then the 720p uh, patch comes seven, in. The 720 p thing came in. And I was just like, oh, I thought the 420. I thought the 480 was it. And then you show the 720. I'm like, oh, that's really good. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. That was that was an impressive one to see. But on there, it's um, I was messaging a friend about it, and I remember like that Saturday, I had decided to do all my gameplay recording on there, and I pretty much, I pretty much sat at my computer here playing Xbox for six and seven, six or seven hours, and I I didn't really play like because I would you know I'd play a game for anywhere from five to twenty minutes just to capture the gameplay. And it was all with a task. It wasn't to actually like enjoy or go through the game itself. Some of the games I'd even played prior, like I'd played like an hour or two in or I unlocked characters. So then I could like use that better looking footage and the more engaging stuff like for the video itself when I was recording. Yeah. So like by the end, I messaged one of my friends. I was just like, yeah, I'm done. I just sat there and recorded gameplay for like six or seven hours. And like that was that was I pretty much played games for seven hours straight without playing games. Yeah, I was like I didn't do this for enjoyment. Well, I did I, it to accomplish a task. One thing I would say in like a reflection to myself is I would say you had more fun than moving boxes in like That's a retail true. job. So there's Absolutely. that. Um, regarding playing games uh, for for like objective purposes, I think I'm pretty good at the multitasking of being able to both enjoy it and also see its flaws at the same time. But then again, I don't even think I played a video game just for fun in so many years. And I think there's been times recently where I'll be playing a game. Uh, like maybe I'll, I'll just bring one of my portable emulation things with me and I'll be playing a game. And it's like I can't even sit and enjoy it. I'm just thinking of things I would write in a review. It's like sure. I, I've like molded my brain to just think critically about all the games I play. Uh, but if there's one thing I wanted to point out, um, and I'll name drop a guy here. Uh, his name is Implant Games, I guess Chris Genth, as he goes on Twitter, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. where I know for a fact he plays games twice. Uh, he did review games. I don't think he's posted in a long time, if I'm not mistaken. So I don't know what's going on, but I think he's still active on Twitter. But I remember he would always talk about when he when he was thinking of reviewing a game, he would talk about his f- first playthrough and his second playthrough. Now, he never said this specifically, but what I gather from what he said is that he plays the game first like a person usually would, and then he plays it through a second time to, in a critical eye, maybe recording his playthrough and thinking and this and that. Um, I don't know how he has time for that. He must have a second job, but I mean, of course he does if he's not, if he's also been inactive for so long. But like, I, I, I I don't, first of all, don't have time to play through a game twice, especially if it's long, Mm -hmm. uh, but I guess second of all, it's like usually I don't even want to play it through a second time. Like I played it through sure. once, I'm done. <laughs> and and I guess I guess that just know, goes to show I'm not really a gamer. I just well, you know well even even on that like sometimes you just of course you you don't want to play through a game a second time. Like you don't have to do that with every game. But even with some of your videos as well too. Like you know like the Xbox HDMI, I was doing it. You know 
I was playing games to test the actual hardware and to show that itself, not really for the games themselves. But even in a case of like your console library videos, like why would you play through any of the entirety of any of those games? That oh, you're yeah. Recording? And then to go through them twice, like, no, you're going through each of them like for a few minutes at a time. Yeah, yeah, no, there's a common like misconception with those videos. I've had friends say to me, so you play every game for like two hours, right? And I'm like, oh, imagine if I played every game for like two hours. I'd have only had like two of those videos done to this day if that were the case. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe it's different for like Atari, but um, yeah, I mean, the GameCube ones are a real pain in the ass to do. I usually have to play those ones for like half an hour each game. And that's a lot of time when you add it up. Like, yeah, uh, I'm even I, thinking of like Mario of, Sunshine, for example, that has a long intro sequence oh, to yeah. really get started. Yeah, uh, the, the first GameCube part I did was, I believe, 60 something games. And now imagine playing each game for half an hour. I don't even know how much time that is, but that's a lot of time uh, mm -hmm. to be spending to make one video that honestly didn't even perform too well. I guess my theory on that is people are waiting for me to do the whole thing before they watch it. But it's like you're going to have a lot to watch if, I, if you're waiting for me to finish it. Like, damn. Mm -hmm. I just it's, I think that's just a testament to how much time I spent making the video. <laughs> well, with those with those older games, well, too, like you mentioned Atari, for example, uh, those are the, really the types of games like this isn't an insult to them, but like you can get the game by only playing it for like five or ten. Oh, minutes, yeah. It's just like, OK, cool. I got the entire feel. Of that's this what game. I love about it, honestly. Like when I sit and play my Atari, it's like I guess that goes to show what kind of, if you want to call me a gamer, that's what the kind of gamer that I am, where it's just like, oh, I got something in my throat. <clears> throat> um you good oh yeah all right uh, all right good i guess that's the what kind of gamer i am where it's like I, I i'm so excited to to boot up my atari because i can just adhd my way through it it's just like okay this game i play it for three minutes and then i play another game for three minutes and i guess that's why i have always loved like warioware and games like sure. that i don't know i think I just said warioware warioware uh but yeah just games where it's like constant uh visual gratification of different stuff and themes and this and that it's like oh yeah it's a new thing it's different it's very simple though and engaging and yeah i don't know i, I really really like old atari stuff and I, a lot of people always say oh you can't play atari these days you have to do at least nes those games are old and boring and it's like man i i like that about them they're just <laughs> like super simple just do a quick little game and then i can go eat something and go to sleep i don't know Right on, right on. I, I think for me, kind of my aspect on that is because I, I actually visited some Atari stuff recently. I was, uh, I mean, by the time this, this podcast goes out, the video will be up, but I, I got to review oh, really? the Evercade. Yeah. Oh, um, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, I mean, in short, TLDR, it's not really for me. It could be better. The D-pad hurts. <laughs> yeah, I've heard mixed things about that. Yeah, uh, but the pricing strategy is really good on there. But either way, watch the video on there if you haven't already. I'm not just saying to you, like to, to anybody listening, sure, but because sure. um, I was I was proud of the the review I did. Um, but yeah, that's one thing on there I noticed where like I was playing like Atari games or tried Lynx games for the first time, and it was it was interesting checking those out. Not all of them are my cup of tea, of course, but it's very much a thing of like, oh, this is great. I can only play this game for like a few minutes, and I pretty much get it, and I can see if there's an issue with the game itself or the sound or the visuals or what have you. Like it's very easy to pick up on that while as like you know the the xbox HD, hdmi review i did it's like 
okay, well, I have to show Jet Set Radio Future, and that game's great, but, like, I'm not going to show, like, the first, like, 10 minutes, so I got to, like, play this, like, offline for, like, 30, 45 minutes, get to the good stuff, and then, like, Silent Hill 2, like, I suppose I can show the beginning, like, this specific scene, but, like, that game doesn't really pick up for another, like, 30, 45 minutes as well, too, so... Next time you do something uh, that showcases Xbox games, please Mm -hmm. show Raises Hell. That's a game that it needs as I've much I've never as, played that. Needs as much exposure as it can get. It's just such Raises a great hell. Such a great Canadian made underrated Xbox game about uh of the obliteration of a cute Teletubby species taking over a swamp land of monsters and you're the monsters trying to uh stop them from taking over your land. It's a third person shooter and it's just See, a lot of fun. A lot that of people amazing. That just sounds like stuff that like we don't get anymore. Like the, yeah, that generation no, of games, the sixth generation was so perfectly weird. I my opinion on why is because you didn't have hyper realistic graphics and hyper realistic standards of everyone these days saying, "Oh, the game looks like crap." It's like back then you you could just basically put together a model that you thought looked realistic enough and you would get away with it in that generation. But as soon as like PS3 and beyond, it's like you get into people saying, oh, this looks like a PS2 game all the time. And it's funny. Mm-hmm. I've even I even see people these days say stuff like, oh, Cyberpunk looks like a PS2 game on this console. Oh, and no, I always I always say these people must have no clear memory of how PS2 actually looked. No, like even no, even they, the even didn't. the graphically pretty good games on the PS2 like Killzone, you can't compare to anything of recent years. I I will say that is something that it still impresses me a bit because and I mean it shows like you know what you can do with hardware and such but quite literally um have, have you played the uh the Resident Evil like the original Resident Evil uh remake or the HD remake uh, no no I've okay. I've watched streams through of them I think the uh, okay. one of them whichever one was the most popular I don't remember maybe it was the second one probably too um yeah. but yeah because the, the first one it was remade on gamecube which it looked phenomenal back then yeah i've heard and of then that. you know then it's been it then it's been ported and such but uh like a few weeks ago uh, i was over at my neighbor's place and they had fired up uh because it's on xbox 360 but they fired up uh the resident evil hd remake on xbox 360 and I was looking at it, and again, this is like 2020 on hardware from 2005 that is playing a game that was ported from, you know, a 2002-2003 release. And I looked at it, and I said out loud, I was like, holy shit, that looks really good. And yeah. it's just little moments that were like that. I'm just like, you know, when you, when you can really take advantage of the hardware and you have the right art style and such, it's great. But like even the, you, you just got to have the right people with the right system to know what they're doing. Because you can yeah. get stuff like that, that like, again, I, I don't know when that re-release, but point is, you know, it still looks beautiful, like so many years later, or then you get something like Cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, you can get away with a lot uh, if you have a style. Um, mm-hmm. I, I the, the difference between style and graphics is kind of a hard sell for a lot of people, though. It's like, what's sure. the style or what's laziness? I know a lot of people uh, back on that cyberpunk thing. A few people were comparing cyberpunk on a base PS4, looking like a like a late PS3 game. That I can kind I think of it get. Does. Yeah, I, I definitely. I'm playing it on PS. So yeah, we're coming back to cyberpunk here. But I'm playing it on PS4 Pro, and I definitely get like PS3, Xbox 360 vibes from mm-hmm. it. It reminds me of. Uh, I played this a little wolfenstein the new order is that the one that was on ps3 
I think. Yes. Yeah, I played yes. that a little, and it was obvious that it was, uh, it was something that was made for the next generation, and sure. that's the vibe I get from what I've but seen. But I like Cyberpunk played it like solid sixty frame per second. And yeah, I and I like... remember the textures were pretty washed out and oh, like yeah. uh, blurry from what I remember. I think the guns looked good, but then just like the mm -hmm. whole environment was just kind of a mess. That's my yeah. recollection. Yeah, I remember wanting Doom twenty sixteen on ps3 and xbox 360 back then because i didn't have a ps4 yet <laughs> mm -hmm. and then sometimes i wonder like, if that would even be technically possible i think it i think it would be but it wouldn't be very no I, it that game be very good it wouldn't be it... very enjoyable no 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 yeah on the dude on on, on the cyberpunk thing though because I was, I was wanting to discuss this but um because you said you've you, you haven't played it or anything you've just kind of seen the whole i have kerfuffle seen, and what's i've been seen going on, a right? fair bit yeah okay uh you know my experience so far like because again i'm playing on ps4 pro so i'm even a little bit better than others who are playing on the base ps4 ps4 slim but when it comes down to it i've so i'm only about four hours and four or five hours and something like that i haven't played all that much um but it's just you know you 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 run into at least for me you run into issues that are just like oh the menu is starting to lag really heavily and now like i load up my map and i can't do anything for a bit or like these buttons are unresponsive but it has to be one of the i guess a couple of the big issues i've been seeing are there has to be something in regards to like memory leaks that are going on some really bad memory leaks and it seems like there's just issues with i think this game was so designed for an ssd in mind to the point where uh, on the PC version, there's a, there's a toggle that you can enable if you have a, it calls like slow HDD option, something like that. Okay. Or if you have the game installed on a hard drive, you can enable that. And I guess it would help with, you know, streaming textures and such. But it seems like it's just, there was such a focus on there that there was a lack of optimization for, you know, the older systems that are running, you know, 5,400 RPM drives over a SATA 2 interface. And then you're dealing with the console bottlenecks and such on there so that's where a lot of that's coming from but i say like the memory issue as well the memory leak issue because it'll get to the point where the game just gets less responsive and you run into more issues and you're having um how do i say you're just your frame rates dropping more and more but quite literally if you close out of the game like close out close the application open it back up reload your save all of a sudden you got like almost locked 30 frames per second again like you're, you're just you're clearing out whatever garbage is there. yeah so, okay yeah that makes sense to me i can see how that would be a thing yeah yeah and that's also proof that this game was not finished not very well optimized for the older systems <laughs> no which like I, I watched a podcast earlier from uh the cu podcast where they were talking about cd project red apologizing or whatever and it's like mm -hmm. you should have it working on the platforms it's dedicated for i mean i know it's pc uh centric kind of like at this point and then the ps5 and xbox series x are getting pretty decent interpretations but sure if it says ps4 on it i think it should like I don't know. We're in such a different gaming climate today where you got all these different consoles. I remember I was watching one thing recently where a guy even said, like, you have to keep in mind, uh, this was regarding Nintendo. There's some guy saying, you have to keep in mind this is Nintendo. They've never, like, uh, they've never stood up to the competition uh, and, and, like, bought into the, the competitive ways. Uh, 
Uh, this was regarding uh, rumors about a Nintendo Switch to in in 4K or something that could come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I remember hearing that, and I'm just like, "Are you sure?" Because I'm pretty sure Nintendo was even like they were one of the first people to put out console renovations with like the new 3ds yes. uh, as far as i could like tell like the, the and what i mean by that is yes we've had console revisions since like the super nintendo or pro- probably no or even the atari 2600s had re- like revisions like but crazy. those are like technically like well, well i guess the, yeah, the point the 20- i was making is that like PS2 the, versus PS2 Slim, it wasn't like that. You're talking yeah, like a yeah. whole. Yeah, you can play yeah, any of those upgrade. games on any of those systems, but when you get the Nintendo new 3DS, you can't play Minecraft on it. It's like, it's like, it like reminds me back to the Atari games. It's like, uh, I could play Pac-Man on ColecoVision, but you can't play this Pac-Man. It's like, yep. Um, so yeah, Nintendo. I think they were kind of like the first ones to do that. We have a new version of our <sighs> yeah. console which will only play certain games. You know, Nintendo with that, they proved two things. And I will always say this with a new 3DS. They proved two things at the same time. They proved that one, you could make a a new, more powerful revision of the same console and it would sell really well because Xbox and Sony ended up following suit after that. Mm -hmm. The second thing they proved is you could sell a game console, a portable handheld game console without a charger. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because that was that I remember that really annoyed me where it didn't come with a charger. They're like, oh, well, we're assuming that most people are going to be upgrading. So they're going to already have a charger. Yeah, that's weird. Weird and cheap. Yeah. I mean, it is funny because I have like five 3DS chargers and I think one 3DS. I don't even Mm -hmm. know how that happened, to be honest. (laughs) It they're cheap enough. It happens somehow. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I must have just bought bundles and they came with stuff that was unrelated or something they just sneak their way into your house yeah i still i have no idea how i got all those (laughs) but um yeah uh i i don't really like the idea of new console revision and like like i'm okay with a ps4 pro i mean even then it's kind of like eh but like like i i can understand uh ps4 pro xbox series x but when it comes to like making a new revision of a console where the old ones won't play certain new games, that's when you kind of start to lose me. Sure. And I think what you're describing, I think that's only happened one time. That was with the new 3DS because um, PS4 Pro and Xbox One X and Xbox One S, um, they all play the same games yeah. and such. There's so nothing like that's there's, been locked off. Of course, off, there's that. Yeah. Yeah. I think the only games that were locked off on the new 3DS were Minecraft and Xenoblade Chronicles. I think those are like oh, really? the only two games that were. Yeah. Yeah. It, she, it was. She, a... I, I had no idea. I thought it was like a whole new library of games. Thankfully, no. Uh, there was also kind of a, another half step where there was the DSi inside of the DS ecosystem and there was some DSi games, but those were just DS games. They were still DS games, but they had little enhancements if you played them on the DSi. I remember there was an Assassin's Creed game on the DS where if you had a DSi, you could like put posters up with your face on them or something, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. All that extra stuff that we don't need. <laughs> it was, yeah. I mean, I, I back then it was probably a fun little gimmick. See your oh sure your face on a wall in the game, for sure. But yeah, just I mean, it's kind of weird, you right? You're running around as like Altair or whatever, and then it's mm-hmm. like you got wanted posters of your face, which is supposedly your <laughs> character, and it's like, wait, what? That doesn't work. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Please buy the, the same. Please time. buy the DSi. 
<laughs> yeah, just please. I I don't even know that many people who bought the DSi. No, I, I know these days people look back on it kind of fondly, but I'm not even really sure for what reason in particular. I don't think anyone's using that camera. Yeah, I out of the DS, I think my preferred one, like for even for recommendation, is is the DS Lite. I just I, yeah. I love that. Unfortunately, I never had one. I had a Nintendo DS bulk, like old ass. The original one? Yeah. That's the only one I had for so many years until I let a friend borrow it and then they snapped it in half somehow. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Very lovely. That actually happened <laughs> twice. I let another friend borrow another one I got as a replacement and then that snapped in half. I don't know I why. I actually heard those original ones snapped in half pretty easily. Meanwhile, the it DS lights, be, yeah. you can toss those onto concrete and they most of the time they just stayed fine. The only issue yeah, you they really were wanted to run into is like, yeah, the, the hinge would break. So it didn't like break off, but it would just stay open or closed. You could no longer like adjust it on. But, the you know, it was so weird because after I got my original like clamshell shell, as you said, DS, um, I don't think I ever saw anyone else with one. I was the only one. Everyone else had a DS Lite. And I always thought to myself, are you yep. you all have like such rich parents where they just <laughs> bought you the upgraded model because it's a little nicer? Like, wow. <laughs> That or maybe I, the DS Lite came out like faster than anyone anticipated. I have no idea. It must have come even, out pretty early. Yeah, it did. Because even growing up, I knew I was going to say one, but no, I knew two people who had the DS Lite. One of them, it was pretty much hidden, stashed away somewhere in his room. And the other one, because he wanted a DS really early on, so he got the DS. But yeah, I remember that like the DS Lite came out so early that when you say ds people don't even associate the original one they think of the ds light no i think a lot of people don't even know that one exists that too yeah yeah so so it works out real well yeah 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 no i uh i hate to keep coming back to this there was there was just stuff i wanted to say though but um on i wanted to read out just a part of this for for the cyberpunk apology Okay, but sure. for anybody who does not know, so I'm just going to read out like the first like two sentences because this is from this is I, I think the game. When did this release? The Stanley. Yeah, it released on the 10th on consoles and on the 14th, they rolled this out and they said, uh, dear gamers, first of all, we would like to start by apologizing to you for not showing the game on base last gen consoles before I it premiered. I don't and think they're actually sorry, to be honest. I'll get to that. <laughs> and. In consequence, not allowing you to make a more informed decision about your purchase, we should have paid more attention to making it play better on PS4 and Xbox One. Man, they were copyright striking videos that showed anything bad. Like they I, were, yeah. They I, were, I can't but... see a later later released apology being like, "Oh yeah, we're sorry for doing the thing that we were very actively doing despite constant criticism for." <laughs> well, even on that, like that just in short, it just reads to me like I, I to, to your point, I do agree. I don't think they're truly sorry, but this reads to me as um, the episode of South Park where they kept memeing the EP boy like um, oil spill and the executive was there and he was just making those videos. He's like, we're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> sorry. Like that's just that is exactly what came through my head when I read those lines. And like you're you're I'm really sure you've not, also heard though. that uh they made back all their uh development money on the oh, game yeah. in the first yes, day. Yes, they did that. I wasn't surprised by that at so all. I think this they have they have more had tons of hype. I think they have more of a reason to be sorry now because maybe they underexpected for the game and that's why they were being so like hush hush. But like now, mm -hmm. I guess they saw that they made so much money on the game that they're like, oh, yeah, we probably didn't need to do that. But I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah, the other thing as well, too, is we're like only sorry fully... now because it sold well. <laughs> well, and they that and they fully knew about this because uh, I had actually I, I don't remember exactly where I saw this, but I did write this down where uh, for anybody who does not know uh, every game that gets published officially, it needs to go through certification testing, which is just making sure there's nothing like there, there's nothing to exploit the system or nothing that will like really break ev- you don't want to release a game and have it where you don't want like to release a cubics in. for 3ds uh or what was that game cubic ninja i know yeah, you, don't wanna, you don't want you don't want to release a cubic ninja <laughs> you know it, although as funny as that is it wouldn't even be that specifically it's more like you don't want a game where you start playing it and let's say two hours in you get to this garage and if you save at that point it wipes your entire hard drive or like it bricks your system like they're looking for stuff like that or like things that could you know exploit the system in a way and obviously there's a lot that does get through it like cubic ninja or like grand theft auto liberty city stories on psp there's things like that but Splinter essentially Cell on xbox yes that too we have what three four games at this point now yeah <laughs> <laughs> um on that though with uh certification testing because i think it was brought up at one point people were asking like how did this get past cert like even with the updates this is bad but what's going on and apparently cd project red had told microsoft and sony hey uh if you let this through cert like i I mean this is my own words here but they pretty much said like don't worry about it we understand just give us the certification we're going to have everything fixed up in patches before launch like by launch yeah, if I, if so, I was if I was Sony or Microsoft or whatever, I'd be like, uh, no, no, you're going to go through this exactly as everyone else has. <laughs> but but we've seen it happen so many times. So that's not the case. That's how we still get these broken games on day one or day zero or what have you, because uh, I'm sure I don't think that this is certainly not an isolated instant. There's so many companies that they'll say like, hey, yeah, we know this game has all these bugs we're going to issue a day one patch so let's go ahead get to the press you gave us certification let's get to the presses we got about three weeks at this point before the game's in store shelves awesome cool we'll have a patch update live by then i wonder uh what on earth that game was like before the delays because it was delayed several times from what i recall yeah that's what i'm wondering as well too i I think when i was watching the cu podcast they were saying um they should never put concrete release dates on something unless the game is like already finished. That'd be kind of nice as well, too. Where it's like, oh, hey, you're getting this game in like two months. Have fun. Yeah, like like you could even like extend it a little if you want to give the illusion of development time. Sure. Just like already have the game done and say this is our release date. I, I guess mean, maybe some in some cases they want to add like a whole new thing to the game, but... And they want to hype and stuff. I mean, I, I guess I'll put it like this. I have friends who bought PlayStation 3s for Final Fantasy 13 Versus and Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> PlayStation 4s, you mean? Play No, PlayStation 3s. Wasn't Kingdom Hearts 3 on PlayStation 4? Yes. <laughs> Wait, why did they buy a PS3? Because they were such big Kingdom Hearts fans that when it was announced Kingdom Hearts 3 was coming to PS3, they went out and got a PS3. Or Kingdom they bought Hearts a PS3. 3 came out on PS3? It didn't. Oh, it didn't. So, no, so there was a rumor that it was or something. No, that it was officially announced. There was there because there was three big games that heck? Square Enix announced on like this was years and years ago. Like oh, this was way before it came out. Yeah, because oh. they announced Final Fantasy thirteen, which did come out. They announced Final Fantasy either I think it was Final Fantasy thirteen versus which became Final Fantasy fifteen, which is not on PS three, and they also announced Kingdom Hearts three. 
And the last two games got so delayed that Versus 13 ended up becoming a whole different number and 3 came out on a whole different generation. I see what you mean now. I I wonder if Kingdom Hearts 3 PS3 is the same Kingdom Hearts 3 as on PS4. Like it was it just a game in such was it a game in such long development or were they two completely different games that they just like restarted on? I feel like, you know, that's a good point. I feel like they might have had to restart it because like Kingdom Hearts 3 is actually like pretty polished for the most part. While as if you play a game like another game has happened to uh, The Last Guardian, if you play it, like it's a great game, don't get me wrong, but it definitely feels like, oh yeah, this is uh this is a PS3 game that has been in development for a while, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I, I'm not too familiar with that game. The last thing I remember about a Guardian was some movie with an owl. Uh, or into the like the, the, the I know what you're like Legends of the Gahul or something like something like that. I, I know what you're talking about. It was like the yeah. last movie I saw in theaters with my high school friends. Right on. <laughs> it was it was an okay movie, I guess. I don't remember much about it. That's fine. I remember it's a movie with owls. It was that's all you need to remember. It was a movie with owls. <laughs> that's I think I remember we we left the theater that day saying that was indeed a movie with owls. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need to remember. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, the uh, yo the the last thing on Cyberpunk though, I can uh, I am waiting for this, right? I if anyone can like if anyone can like attest or point this out to me, I would just laugh and I'd feel bad, but I would laugh because I I find this funny. Um, I'm honestly I'm shocked I haven't seen anybody post saying that Cyberpunk made them throw up. I I remember about that seizure thing. There was the seizure, yes. For anyone who doesn't know, um, there is at least one scene that can cause seizures in Cyberpunk, and it caused one reviewer to have some seizures. And Seed Project Red came out and said, "Hey, we're patching that." Like, but until who we issue even the thought patch, that was a good idea? Like, I, I don't I just... know. I don't know. <laughs> we wanted to make our game extremely immersive, so now you can experience severe side effects. Exactly. <laughs> Jeez, it's it, that wow. just an awful. That could just be so easily bypassed by not putting it in the game to begin with. But at this point, I mean, right now we're recording this. It's December 2016. The game has been out for almost a week, and people who are prone to seizures are advised to not play the game. Yikes! And I have yeah. a, I have a friend who his whole family has like epilepsy. So like, geez. Yeah. So none of them can play it. No. Yeah. Yeah, and I think um thankfully my friend's issue it hasn't been all that bad but like so one of the things i do like when i typically play a game i'll look into the settings and such even if i'm on console and i there's like six different effects on ps4 and it's like film grain depth of field um what the hell uh motion blur and i just i hate all those so i disable all of them like i want my image to look clean and clear yeah i usually don't like motion blur i mean i could just be it could it's also awful. just be the fact that like my PC always is like the performance drops with it. So I turn it off for that. Like, I still sure. don't even know if I've experienced good motion blur in video games. Cause like, I always just notice it affects the performance. So I turn it off and I'm like, yeah, it's fine without it. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm not a pretty, my, I think my hate for motion blur comes from, uh, the Grand Theft Auto three, uh, PS two build. It had, awful motion blur and i didn't know until like later on where uh i was like i'd play it when i was younger and it just it always had it, it just always looked off and then i figured out there was something called trails and you could use a game shark disc to disable trails 
and it just cleaned up the game so nicely. And then as I got older, I found out that was motion blur, and I was like, oh god, that looked so bad on Grand Theft Auto 3. But I <laughs> I attribute that Grand Theft Auto 3 on PS2 to my current day hate for motion blur. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah I but... don't know, just I, I always turn it off. It's It always just seems to affect performance, and it doesn't look great from what, what I recall. But I mean, I, I would agree I, with you. I, I would just... I've never had the greatest experience performance-wise. Yeah, if uh, anybody commenting, for... if, if, if anybody has a good example of motion blur, please let us know, because neither of us know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, like, the effects on on uh, Cyberpunk, and I even, ac- I even one night I accidentally played with him on for a bit, and it did not look very good. So at least you do clean up the image when you go in and disable those effects. But it's funny, because a friend of mine was saying when she first got it, she was just like, oh, um... I, I can't play it for more than an hour or else I get a bad headache. And like she could feel a headache coming on. So she's playing on base PS4, like PS4 Slim. And she is just any different slim and base unit or is it just smaller? Literally, There's, that's it. Uh, it's smaller and it can upscale to 4K, but it oh. still plays. I, I think that. No, no, no. I'm thinking of the Xbox Series S. Excuse me. No, no, no. So the slim is just smaller. That's it. Um, I think the only difference functionally is you can connect to five gigahertz wi-fi oh interesting okay yeah 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 but but aside from that you know she was saying like she can't play it for more than an hour or else she gets a headache and uh then one night she decided to power through it because she wanted to finish up a mission and the missions take a while and she didn't throw up but she was getting sick and she did not feel good off of it I did tell her to disable all those effects and that did help out. She's like, oh yeah, I mean, the, the game is, it's funny because she was telling me, she's like, no, like now it doesn't make me sick. So thanks. But like the game is playing worse now. Like it's, it's just, it's really slow and it's buggy. And I was like, oh no, that's just the game. No, that's not yeah. an issue with the effects. She's like, no, no. But when I turned the effects, it's, it's getting worse. I was like, no, 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 no. You're just further into the game. No, that, that's just, you're just experiencing cyberpunk without effects now. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But yeah, because of that, I'm just I'm kind of surprised I haven't seen anyone say like cyberpunk made me throw up. But I guess maybe the seizure thing is a little worse than vomit. I just imagine like search hashtag cyber cyberpunk made me throw up. Maybe you'll find something. Maybe I would hope somebody could use that very specific hashtag for it, though. (laughs) (laughs) I can only dream maybe cyberpunk and barf. Yeah, cyber barf together all at once it will will look really cool i guess lots of motion blur yeah god no (laughs) realistic barfing with realistic motion blur for the ultimate barfing visual experience i mean real life does have motion blur to it so i guess i mean when 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 you started talking about this i was kind of like moving my head around to like see how much motion blur i have when i move my head and the only thing i really notice is like lights kind of stem a little uh but it's like, more you have to move your move your hand like just up and down in front of you and that's oh well yeah there's like a wave in front of you, you okay see that. Yeah. yeah but like I, I for a lot of these games the motion blur is like when i turn my head completely and then it's like everything kind of morphs oh but, yeah yeah because yeah, that's why i'm just like oh yeah it's it, that's why it's not realistic i'd agree with you on there because it's like i don't want everything to be blurred come on yeah it's like when i move my head everything's pretty clear where i where my eyeball is focusing exactly oh well i don't think we'll ever get to that point but yeah yeah. one thing i uh i I know we were talking about a bit before but uh i think you'd alluded to it a little bit but uh cdi you're you're very excited about the cdi aren't you yeah um 
Okay, what's uh, going on with this? <laughs> I'm always excited to get some new console. I'm I'm very much like a console enthusiast. I'm even making a video that that, that I've got coming uh, at some point where I just talk about really cool old console designs because I think, oh man, they don't look like they used to. And like a lot of the time I even say to people, it's like when they say the PS5 looks like garbage, I'm like, well, hey, it's not, it's at least it's not a rectangle. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it, it looks like something. Yeah, so I guess, um, I, I think, I think the PS5 looks kind of neat. It, it's an air freshener. It's a modem. It's whatever you want it to be, but it's not a brick. So yeah. Um, I, I love the way old consoles look. The CDI, I, I don't know if that's the greatest example, but it still kind of looks like, I don't know, like a tent. Like, like At least the one I'm getting, there's several different models. Some of them just look like DVD players, but mm-hmm. the one I'm getting kind of has, it looks like you cut a blimp in half and put a stuck a base on it. <laughs> so I don't know. That's kind of neat. I love and, your descriptions. <laughs> well, the 3DO looks like like pillars from the Roman Colosseum. And I thought mm-hmm. always thought that, thing looks so cool even though the system's kind of eh but the the it just looks so cool and like even uh gee i'm thinking of another example Ah, eh, the wii's kind of dumb looking but i mean i mean at least the wii sat like vertically and it went kind of like slanted sideways it's like oh it looks kind of kind of interesting except don't use gamecube controllers or it'll fall over all the time uh, sure i don't know the Sega Genesis original model looks kind of neat. It's like a, a UFO with like a with a radiator next to it. Yeah, what about like the, I'm just think, when you're thinking that, like saying that I was thinking like Sega CD or like of course a 32X. The original Sega CD to. looks nice if it's attached to a uh, an original Sega Genesis Model One. Sure. I think uh, it just makes it look like a, a beefier UFO with a radiator on it. Uh. And then the Sega CD Model 2, it's just kind of like, it, it looks like, it looks like, well, how can I say this in like a, in like a kid friendly way? It looks like, it looks like, it looks like a chest. Okay. <laughs> you put okay. the Sega a, a CD. Giant, a giant boob. Yeah. It looks like two giant, like flat boobs when you put the okay. Sega CD and the Sega Genesis Model 2 next to each other. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. But the thing is they're like, one is like more grown than the other, I guess. Cause, oh yeah, maybe. Know, well, I yeah. mean, we're all we're all different. Yeah, yeah. It just it, it needed some more time to mature, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's you've really thought of these, like all of these descriptions for systems. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, that kind of just came to my head just now. The Roman Colosseum pillars for the 3DO that's been on my mind for a while. But uh, yeah, I'm excited <laughs> for the the CDI. I just recently bought uh, reproductions of two of the Zelda games and Hotel Mario off some RetroGameLabs.com or something like that. All right. Um, so I'm excited to get those because the system's region free, and uh, I looked up. It's possible to burn CDs for the CDI, but if I already had so many issues with the 3DO, I can only imagine the issues would amplify with the CDI. Wait, um, were you having uh, were you having issues with like burns on the 3DO? Burning CDs for the 3DO. It's like I I don't know if I had the wrong CD. I I may have had the wrong CDs to use, or my mm-hmm. burner is just the slowest it does is 8x. So it's not okay. it's not ideal for that old, uh, what is it like thirty year old? I don't know how old that's. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess yeah. like a thirty year old now console, the three do, um, the thirty o, uh, and and uh, so yeah, I'm excited to play those old crappy games because I I just if there's anything okay, well if you hear if you hear screaming, that's my cat. But it's all good. Uh, the 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 uh, I love those old crappy games. It's like the I I love just 
so bad it's good. I also have no experience with any Zelda games whatsoever, sacrilege I know, but like I'm just so excited to make the first Zelda experience be these old, terrible CDI games. And like a, a lot of people have said to me, hey, please don't let this be your first Zelda game. It's a terrible impression. I'm just like, you think I don't know that? Like, I, I, I am fully aware of how bad these games are considered in comparison to the rest. And that's mm-hmm. that's totally fine to me. So I'm excited for that. Not so much excited for using that dang, like, remote control controller. The, the CDI I bought that's coming in has two of those controllers, those original, like, remote control controllers that came with the CDI. And, oh, they're bad. But, like, I could spend another $150 or so on one of the regular joypad controllers. But I could also not do that, so I, I'm going to experience it the way uh, the devil intended, and it's going to be great. And I'll probably also make a video on Hotel Mario at some point, just because I have it now. And I'm it's going to be fun. To these. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm so I'm I'm so hyped to enjoy the pain that is the Zelda CDI games. Awesome. I've actually, you know, I've I've never used a CDI. I don't think many people have. I don't think even back then many people have. No, because it was pretty much advertised as what like a like a really awesome, crazy good CD player that also kind of plays video games. Yeah, um, it was more as kind of like an edutainment kind of system, from what I gather. And they say that the mm-hmm. Zelda games are actually some of the best things on it because they actually feel like video games, even if they are just incredibly yep. broken. Um, those remasters that came out by some guy named Doppley, I think they fixed a lot of problems. Uh. uh a- apparently so i mean may if you ever get a whole ton of money that you don't know what to do with uh maybe you can help with this uh but apparently the the government of canada owns a unreleased uh mario cdi game is that wacky worlds no it's not there there was uh there was hotel mario that came out wacky worlds got canceled and there was a third like canceled and leaked there was a third one and i don't remember exactly what it was i know a uh, shout out to adam core like he told this story but the third one i don't know the name of it but it was in development and the development company like they end up closing up shop and they got foreclosed on and such you know the the bank had to come and repossess all their assets and last we know or either like bank or like the the canadian government but the point is like some entity in canada owns the source code and assets and everything that belong to this company that were developing this mario cdi game and nobody has freed them well it might be more difficult to do if there is indeed a source code there but um like if they just have a ROM that doesn't include like I I don't I don't know sometimes source codes can contain a lot of copyrighted stuff in them so oh absolutely it might be difficult to even if you pay for it you might not be allowed to release it um I know uh there was one piece of lost media I did resurface and by resurface I mean I didn't dump the ROM because I had no idea how but uh there was a Java game for a very specific model of old Nokia phone I think called Rayman Garden. And I did my best to take multiple videos and I even did my own video review on that game just to show (laughs) people what that looked like because nobody had ever seen it. Somehow, after I made my review, a few months later, a dump of it surfaced online. And that's awesome. People thought I did it. I'm like, no, I have no idea what that was about, but that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) That's really cool. I haven't seen that video of yours. I need Uh, to look at that. It's pretty old, I think now but like it was the first time anybody had ever seen the game and so i thought that was cool it's just like a kind of a crappy little puzzler i mean it's something somebody could have whipped up in like one day 
Sure. Yeah. But it's it's something, at least. It's more Rayman in a in a universe where Rayman is such a forgotten character. But yeah. <laughs> right on. We even thought of like becoming a a Rayman YouTuber because it's like I don't think we even have one yet. Or maybe I should make no. a different channel for that, like frame rater ra- frame man frame rater frame like, man or something i don't know we, we, we it there's something there like the pieces are there you just need to put them together it would be nice i'm always so scared to make new channels these days because it's like I, I i don't have time to put so much work into a video that doesn't make me any money back it's like i know mm-hmm. i know i hate saying it's about money but when every bit of your time needs to be uh allocated to paying off your rent it kind of does have to start becoming about money. Sure. I wish it didn't, but yeah. Um, I, 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 my Rayman videos do pretty good. I could probably create a standalone Rayman channel, but I mean that's another thought for the future, and I probably and have to be in a good financial situation. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of work. Totally get. Or it. I could just always do that on Frame Raider, and people seem to love the Rayman stuff I post there. So yeah. keep it simple. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was the the thing I was actually going to bring up with the CDI. Have you heard of the Timekeeper battery? Oh yeah, that was one thing I was going to bring up. I'm I'm scared yeah, for my. That's what I was going to. I'm scared up for the you, poor yeah. thing's life. Uh, I want to I want to go on that listing I bought and see if I could okay. find because I don't. Sure. I'm going to say no. For... It didn't say anything about that, but it was a fully working unit. Um. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, that doesn't mean, yeah, like for, for anybody who does not know, so the the CDI was, and this is at the time when, you know, we weren't trying to preserve systems and such, and, you know, the, the game system thing was different, but the CDI has a timekeeper battery, which does, as it says, it keeps time on the console. And to my knowledge, when the battery dies, the console is not working. Um, so you need that battery to work. Now, the battery does have a great lifespan of about 25 years because the idea that Phillips had was, oh, who's going to be playing with the CDI in 25 years? No one is. Well, the CDI and now what the CDI was released, I'm actually looking up here in 1990. So we're now 30 years in here. And obviously, there's a lot of those batteries that have been dying off. And it's not like a simple CMOS battery replacement uh, like one of the things that I'm seeing here, for example, and I remember seeing these photos years and years ago because this post is from 2009, but you have to find the chip itself. And it's a pretty big chip. You have to find the chip that actually houses the battery and you have to peel apart part of the chip and you have to literally drill in and destroy the chip to remove the battery and then, you know, either replace it or rig up a different type of system to get it to continuously work but you have to physically destroy hardware on the console in order to save it part of me wonders if that's specific to a certain model because i remember it looks like it is i remember looking up something where i think the one that i'm getting is like you basically just need to open it and replace it like a pokemon game boy cartridge Um, oh so just like a just like a little bit of soldering then I don't even know if you need to do that, but uh, okay. I, I think there's there might be videos dedicated to it. All I know is the thing is sold as working. There's a picture of it turning on on their TV, and I'm going to play as much Zelda and Mario as I can, and then if it stops working partway into my playthrough, I can say, hey, this was my impressions of the game. It's like, at least I got, I got to experience it. Uh, and <laughs> for the most part, I collect these old consoles because I like the way they look on a shelf. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. Sure, nothing wrong with that. But yeah, um, actually, do you know what model it is? Because that, that's it is so a many models CDI, CDI. four fifty. Oh god. Okay. Uh, 
let's oh wait that's a 229 all right i'm just looking at this here a 450 what would this be because i'm not familiar with the models at all well when i google it and i go to images you do get the right thing that i was referring to it's like okay. that blimp on a plaque gotcha although it's much less round than i thought in my head but yeah mm-hmm look is there anything oh there's two different ones that are oh my god yeah this this might still require ripping apart that chip so we'll we'll see we'll it's see. a shame but like it, it it seems like i'm assuming it if, when that battery dies it's not just gonna like be in a situation where i gotta fix it sooner the system is dead forever like i assume um, at i can I, in 20 years from now get someone to fix it or something from what i know at least it doesn't work as in like it it's not like the the xbox clock capacitor where if that leaks fluid all over the board and then you leave it there it starts like eating away and destroying yeah. faces and stuff which is still repairable but it's just more effort uh but no with this it i mean it looks like you just can't use it like you try and pop in a game and it won't load because the timekeeper battery is dead oh like the system will boot but a, a game won't load that's what it seems like, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's from, unfortunate. From Gee, who knows if the one I'm getting is like that, then that would be terrible. Yeah, if it hasn't been opened up or anything before, then yeah, there's kind of like quite literally like a, a, a ticking time bomb right there. TikTok, TikTok. Damn. Well, I mean, yeah. at the very least, I know it's, it's a pain in the ass to emulate CDI games, so I'm not very excited about, uh, oh, what do you know? In this, in this listing, uh, the guy showing it is showing it being played on a Philips TV. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I just see that here. Philips Compact Disc Interactive on the TV, and then just under it on the TV it says Philips. Lovely. How ironic. Yeah. I wonder if yeah, he he's thought, doing it. I wonder if he knew I was going to notice that. Well, now I did. <laughs> he's doing it right, it sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. It's also a European unit, so I have to convert uh, the power. Oh, boy. Okay. Which, like, I don't know too much about that, but I do have the thing that will let me plug in that plug to a and like a canadian american input mm -hmm. i know that there's certain things that have been said about like blowing the fuse because there's like a mismatch or something yeah but I've, I've i've had a pal ps2 that i've used for years and i never had an issue with that at least uh what type of ps2 it's a slim uh is it the one that has the the external psu yes that's why um that one is actually uh, 110 and 220 so yeah you can import a um you well you first of all you can use that power supply uh across you know both territories but even if you have to you can import in a slim ps2 that uses that and you can just buy a american psu and pop it in oh okay yeah, yeah. i wonder yeah um, yeah i'm pretty sure i am still using an adapter on that one so you're saying it could very well be different for this cdi yeah actually it's a good thing we're talking about that yeah i don't think the cdi has the smart enough logic on there so you're probably going to and i don't know if it's i want to say it's a step down converter um you're probably gonna have to pick up one of those which it's one of those it's a device where it's not just an adapter it also ends up changing the voltage for you safely so you plug in your device, which would be your CDI, which is supposed to run on 220 volts. You plug it into the step-down converter, and then it steps it down to 110, and you're able to safely use it with your setup. Okay. Uh, if you could link me to something like that, I'd greatly appreciate it. Sure, Hopefully sure, it doesn't sure. end up yeah, costing I, me too I really much. don't want your CDI to burn up. No, yeah. 
I mean, uh, I, of course, now that you're saying this, I'm gonna definitely be careful. Hypothetically, what what would happen? Like my CDI would just break, or I could like set a f fire in my apartment. Uh, what? Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, it it could it could be anything in between. When you're dealing with power, yes. Kind of like uh, one of my friends, he uh, friends and I, we we like half joke about it, but it's like, well, if you cheat, we were talking about um, cheaping out on like a power supply for your uh, for your computer. And he was like, yeah, you don't really want to cheap out on those because uh, either uh, your power supply burns up or you can burn down your house. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. All right. Well, good to know. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm actually looking at them here. So like 200, like be interesting to see the wattage on there but like for a second they're US gonna dollars, say 200 bucks no uh well there are some that would be well, 200 sure, yeah. but it's looking like um like a 200 watt step down uh converter would be like 40 us dollars something Damn. like that i mean even then some that's a them. lot but i guess if i have to yeah yeah you don't you, especially you're renting too so you don't want to explain that to the owners yeah. it's like what happened to the house well you see i had to hook up this pal cdi yeah gosh yeah. Cool. Well, it's a good thing you were a guest on here. We were able to talk about this. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, no, they, they look to be about anywhere from 30 to $40, something like that. They're they're pretty affordable, but I understand just it's it's another cost added on top of what Man, you're doing. Man, there's been so much I've been buying this month because of, like, future videos I've been thinking of making. And I already gotcha. know it's not going to pay off. It's just a Zelda CDI video. But, hey, you know, it's fun. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well you know what hopefully in the end you can at least say your cdi did not burn down your house yep that would be the ideal yeah <laughs> yeah so there's a you know i guess there, there's three things on here i was thinking i i'll pick this one you know we had kind of briefly talked about this before but I think you've said either kind of like jokingly in passing and even like directly to me as well that you, you just have a history of not being the best with repairs or like not having oh, yeah. the best luck with hardware. What's going on with that? Uh, well, when I first took apart a PS2 back in like 2009 or maybe a bit later, uh, it was what was the problem? I remember it was making sounds. Like, I think loading the discs, it was making sounds or something. And it, it would often, like, red uh, red screen. I was dumb at the time. I guess I just figured it needed cleaning. So I took it apart to clean it. And I had no idea how to put the thing back together. And so then I just had a mound of PlayStation 2 parts. Uh, and then I guess eventually I just threw that out and got another PS2. Um, and then I'm trying to PS2s think... PS2s are kind of Pandora's boxes, to be fair. But yeah like uh like they're hard to take apart they are surprisingly annoying for what they are <laughs> from from my recollection at least like you compare the ps2 to the original model ps3 and that's apples and oranges like the original model ps3 is an absolute nightmare to take apart yep yep i follow a video every time i do that <laughs> yeah it's terrible yeah. um but uh, yeah, I, I was there anything else? I mean, there's been other little things like little LCD games and uh, I, other related. I think you'd mentioned the PS3s before. Yeah, yeah, I, I did take apart a Catch a Zero One PS3 uh, because it had issues. 
I don't think what I don't remember. I think my idea at the time was to replace the thermal paste, which is just a t very temporary fix. But yeah, those things are I've I think within the past year or so. Yeah, I picked up a CCHA PS3 and those are uh, well, they have like a million screws inside of them. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's, I ended um, up getting another one and uh, randomly during a play session of Half-Life on PS2. It got the yellow light, and now it just doesn't work anymore. I think what we came up with was it was the capacitors that seemed mm -hmm. to be what the problem was. Uh, I had a I saw your video on Half Life where you mentioned that that was that was very rip, unfortunately. Yeah, you, you played the rest of it on um your like custom firmware slim, right? Uh, I I well I I think. I think the rev that review was I reviewed up to the half point halfway point of the game, but I okay. had played through the whole game uh, long ago on an original PlayStation Two, so I had my experience. But I okay, I only okay. reviewed the game up to the halfway point, at least regarding I I footage. Then, but yeah, 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 yeah. It's a hell of a thing. Yeah. It's still in there. <laughs> Oh, the, the, the Half-Life disc? Yeah, and, and everyone tries to tell me, hey, all you need to do is flip it over. There's a thing with the screw that you you unscrew it and the disc will start coming out. And it's like, that is not true because that only started happening with like the second model revision. Mm -hmm. And like the very first catch a zero one, it does not. There's no thing there. Yeah, and I I've taken apart those um, I've taken apart the disc drives on those before. And oh my God, those are nightmares. Well, too, in all honesty, yeah. It basically yeah, that PS3 cemented my ideology of yeah I don't I don't open systems. <laughs> the PS3 is a very bad system to start with if you're kind of getting iffy on that and you're trying to get, you know oh, yeah. if you're iffy and you're trying to get your feet wet there like there's I just there's other slim. systems that are nicer. To I take just use my slim for everything today the uh, PS3 slim uh, which is modded. I don't even know if it's a hard mod or a soft mod but it is modded and I it's you, a soft you, mod. How would you know? Is there no hard mod for the PS3? Uh, wait, the uh, PS3 we're talking? Well, my PS3 that I have. I bought it yeah. secondhand. I don't know what it is, but it's modded. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, you, I mean, you would know if it's hard modded because there's going to be, like, stuff poking out of it. Like, oh, and really? I, I doubt you'd have, like, a flash or, like, an ODE device or something. But, like, the, the best mods on there are going to be software-based. So. Okay. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Um, But, yeah, that, that, that thing is really useful. You can do a lot with a modded PS3, which is funny yes, because of how much people say like it's such a terrible system to work with or this or that, at least from a developer point of view. And it's like, oh, but it has so much support. It's like, oh, mm -hmm. I think the consensus is it's better to have a modded PS3 than a modded Xbox 360, I think. Uh, you can do more with a modded PS3. I have more fun with the modded Xbox, but I think that's also I'm kind of biased on there. I just like, Could I be. love the, the I Xbox definitely, 360 on that. Definitely would love to uh, mod my 360 to be able to play more of the uh, original Xbox library, oh, especially sure. because my original Xbox is out of commission now. Yeah, yeah, you... <laughs> You had the issue where, what was it? Like, you literally, you turn it on and it instantly turns back off and you have to turn it on like 50 times before it works. Yeah, and then when you when you told me, I feel bad for your Xbox, uh, you're like, I feel bad for your poor Xbox because that can't be good for it. And I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, gee, if only I knew that before I pressed it like a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I, I... oh God. So then like, you told me that and it was like, that was my concrete, uh, I'm, I am taking this out of service now. 
<laughs> well, it's kind of like you saw, I'm sure people and even you've seen like on the back of like an, I think it's like an N64 game pack. If you look on the back, it's just like, do not rapidly turn the this, this system on and off with the game inside of it. Like it's just, it's not healthy to keep doing no, that like, to yeah. the system itself or the game or both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I had a, um, there was a friend of mine, this is in college. He had a laptop where thankfully it was all within warranty, but like within a few months of him buying this brand new laptop, it was getting to the point where like he would turn it on and it would just do nothing, like absolutely nothing. So you'd have to turn it off and turn it back on for it to work. And one of our other mutual friends, he started getting into tech stuff because um, I was always like the tech guy, but he started getting into tech stuff. But I think he got a little like way too overconfident. So it was literally like 30 minutes beforehand, like 30 minutes before I got out of a class, he looked at my friend's laptop. He's like, oh, no, this is fine. Just keep turning it off and on until it works. <laughs> and so my friend did that with his laptop and like three weeks later he comes to me he's like hey so you know that issue i told you about with my laptop where i have to turn it on like two or three times before it started now i have to do it like 30 times and it doesn't start anymore like i can't do anything with it and i'm just like why did why why you you could have asked me for a second opinion and i was like i can't I'm not yeah. going to do anything with this because it's under warranty. Just contact them. But like, we could have saved you some time with this. So he, he had to send it off to the company. It was a motherboard issue, which I expected. And they replaced the motherboard, sent it back. He never had an issue with it after that. But yeah, he, he had about the same thing where it was literally turn it on. It wouldn't do anything. Turn it back off, turn it on. And he was rapidly turning it off and on until it finally posted. Yeah. For anyone wondering, it is a 1.6 Xbox. So it didn't have to do with the clock or whatever that was yes yeah because yeah. we we eliminated that it also didn't have to do i think the the video you sent me like that solidified too because i was thinking it was your soft mod so we got your soft mod up on the latest rocky five and then when i saw it, it was just like because it would like turn off like that and i was oh, yeah, like it yeah. doesn't even have time to spin up the hard drive like that's not a software issue so i think we we said it was a power supply issue most likely that's what we're thinking yeah and i said like if it was like my xbox in front of me i would try a different power supply in there and see if that resolved it i wonder if um uh what is it i was gonna say wow i just completely lost that it's all good we've been at this for a bit <laughs> yeah uh what, what was i oh yeah um if I find it weird because you said your friend, uh, it went from like press, pressing it three times to working to then 50 times and 60 times. For me, it was working perfectly fine. And then just randomly one day it started going to the, you need to press it 50 times. There was no starting slowly. It was just immediately like, yep, it's going to take you 50 times now. So I don't know. That was very weird. I know we're also talking different hardware as well, too, because your Xbox would have been manufactured in 2004, 2005. And then we're talking, like, with my friend, a laptop that was in manufactured in, like, 2011. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I know there'd be just the, the core differences there as well, too. But, yeah, I thought there would have been a lead-up to yours. That, nope, that is interesting. Very it was immediate. Just... Immediately after I make a video about the Xbox emulators is when that happened. So, in a way, I'm grateful I got to finish my video. But doesn't doesn't feel great to have uh at least like 15 xbox original games that don't work on 360 that now i just can't yep. do anything with <laughs> yeah lovely how that goes i actually had a um this a few years ago i had a uh reset glitch hack tutorial i did and the system works fine now actually um it's been it i i donated it to someone but 
this Xbox, I had used it for that tutorial and like I'd known how to do the modification and such. And literally I, I got my footage, got everything done. Everything was working perfectly. And it was one of the later models as well too. It was a Jasper, so it shouldn't have this, this issue. But uh, for whatever reason, still don't know why to this day, um, maybe 10 minutes after I finished the video, I tried to fire it up and it got a red ring. Damn. Yeah. And then I tried it again, tried it again. I rewrote the original NAND. I removed any modification, so completely reverted it to stock and it red ringed. And I was just super confused at that point. And as opposed to like sitting there diagnosing it, I was just like, you know what? I give up. I have the video. The footage is done. The, like the tutorial, there's nothing wrong with the tutorial itself. I don't know what's happening here though. So I had the system taken apart and I just put it in a box for like three days. And then I came back to it and I remember it had the, um, I'm trying to, no, it had the stock NAND on there. So it was unmodified. But like three days later, I came back. I decided to just hook it up to see what would happen and green lights and it worked beautifully. And then I remodded it and green lights, it worked beautifully. And I could not replicate that issue. I don't know what the hell was going on. I don't know why it was doing that. And again, at this point, like I've, you know, redone the mod on it at one point. I've sent it off. It's been donated to a friend. They've been using it for a while. It's been years. It hasn't had any issues like that since then. I can't tell you why it just red ringed for like three days, but it did. Huh. Yeah, well, uh, Tech B has Tech B. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, this shouldn't logically happen. And then it happened. So, yeah, that's the same yeah, thing well, for my Xbox and countless others yeah it's it's very weird how these yeah. things just spring out of nowhere but i guess it is all just certain flaws in the system are leading up one to another like how covid brings across other issues in people and exactly. that's a reflection of life today yes yeah careful you don't want to get political <laughs> <laughs> uh so for for my last thing here, I'll go ahead and uh, drop this in. This is something I, I always ask uh, my guests, but what games are you currently playing these days? Uh, well, as as we said, it's more so I, I do it for the work aspect. Um, sure, stuff I got still playing. Stuff I got upcoming. I know I I, I got that Shantae game recently, the uh, limited run Switch release copy, and I need to get oh, to that. Um, all right. See, I got a review list here. I'm still doing uh, the Ratchet and Clank, uh, Secret Agent Clank, Size Matters, and Deadlocked for a video. Uh, the other things on my list, I got the Bonk Trilogy games for the TurboGrafx-16. I'm trying to do nice. something on that. That's been on the back burner for a while. I'm, I'm still not sure when I'm going to get to that. Uh, let's see what else I got here. Um, some remakes of old reviews I did back uh, a while ago that I, I wasn't satisfied with. Uh more information came out about a old Duke Nukem 3D port for the Genesis. I did a review on that a while ago, but I wanted to re-review it for several reasons, and I got more information on that. Uh, there's now a DSi emulator out there, supposedly, that will run the DSi-specific games, like uh, a DSiWare is what they were called. Um, yeah. You would only be able to play those through a DSi or something like that. Or, or no, no, I I don't know exactly, but like there was no way to play those on the PC until recently, and now you can. And I said a long time ago, if I could ever find a way to emulate the Rayman port to DSi, that I would review it. So some guy, Hacker120A, who DM'd me, told me that I need to uh, 
set up the new emulator to play that and review it. And I'm like, well, I guess I, I got to do that at some point. And then I have other reviews listed here of things that I got on the back burner, but no need to mention those at the moment. And yeah, that's that's what I'm playing these days. I can't say I play anything else just for the enjoyment factor of it. But if I ever do want to just have fun on my own, sometimes I'll pull up some Sonic 3 Air, which is a great uh, project by a guy named Bukariot, who basically ported Sonic 3 and Knuckles to PC, which is one of my all-time favorite games. So that's Whoa, that a fun sounds thing to, awesome. Yeah, that's a fun thing to pull up here and there. Um, good old community remasters, doing what the doing what the devs won't since whenever. Man, I I love that with the community on just on just anything. It it makes me happy seeing stuff like that. There's been that. a lot like of even Rayman like uh, remakes and stuff. Oh, really? we, we were talking about Sonic, but for some reason I just thought that we were talking about Rayman. Well, I was talking about the DSI thing. That's probably why it's still in my head. But yeah, there's somebody ported over the original Rayman PS1 game, uh, PS1 Jaguar, Saturn. Uh, somebody made a really great port of that to the PC with widescreen and everything and some That's new content. Awesome. It was like a Sonic Mania inspired thing called Rayman Redemption by uh, Ryan Manny. That's great stuff. I recommend anyone to check that out if they like 2D platformers with a with a nice little uh, retro cartoony spin on it. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, for fun and games, a lot of it seems to reside. And you know what? I'm, I I know we're ending this off here. But one thing that I've always wanted to say publicly, but I, I never make a video about this because I'm not that kind of guy. Oh, boy. but all right. Just imagine with all the Nintendo leaks that came out, if only we could get something like the Super Mario 64 PC port, but for Sunshine, man, that would be great. Imagine all the cool. improvements people can make to that game. People would no longer say it's a crappy 3D Mario game. Just mod it a little bit and people would love it. But you I don't know, even I think feel... I don't even think we're going to get any more from the Nintendo leaks because the guy who did that was sent to prison recently. And uh, I, I don't even know how that oh, works now. Like, are those files oh, still oh. out there? Who's handling them? OK, so just to clarify a few things. Super Mario 64 PC. That was a decompilation effort. That was actually not a really? internal leak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was a decompilation effort. Did it use um, any of the files from the leak? No, no, it did not. Oh, no. Yeah, no, it was it was decompiled. Um, so the retail that. ROM and such. Yeah. Um, the giga leak that you're talking about. So the person who went to prison, I believe Ryan rocks, he had, um, I think he participated in it. And I think there was someone else who had it. And I don't even think it was him who was giga leak. I think it was somebody else who ended up going to prison. They still did, um, for, you know, for the, uh, for the hacking and such, but they have passed around all the files within those leaks um to other you know friends community members all that stuff so there's a lot getting that probably yeah there's a lot that is leaked out publicly but there's also a ton more that is private that we don't know who holds it or what is inside of there but there is still more that is to come yeah i i i I still hope we still like at least get stuff like I, i know there was super mario world leaks where we saw early designs of yoshi and it's like oh yeah yeah well, well, Mr. Nintendo or whatever, why can't we see that stuff? Where's the harm in that? I want to see what Yoshi looked like in the early 80s or whenever. I think uh, one of the funny things I saw uh, in one of the leaks that was related to Star Fox 2, there was actually one developer, because, you know, they, they make, like, internal tools and such. But this also kind of, it brought up kind of a, a moral question as well, too, because there was, I mean, there was a lot of private information, not like doxing by any means, but just like, 
a lot of like private like developer comments and commentary and like snyder marks and such and uh like even internal testing tools and some other things and one developer was like hey it's kind of cool that i get to see this tool for the first time in like 20 something years but like I feel kind of violated because this was a tool that I just kind of whipped up and I put some, you know, funny jokes and there was nothing offensive. He's like, I put some jokes in there and such. And it was just supposed to be a tool that was only for testing one specific thing on Star Fox 2. And that was the end of it. And I haven't even thought of it. And now the entire Internet knows about it. <laughs> yeah. So it's but I, I also kind of like peeling back the curtain on all that game dev stuff as well, too. It's definitely very interesting. Yeah. I, oh, and I oh, still yeah. think there's no harm in seeing in a little early Yoshi. Yeah, I, so I don't stuff think like, there is either. Stuff like that, I think, if Nintendo's never going to show us, I, 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 no matter the legality behind it, I'm all for leakers showing us what certain things look like <laughs> earlier in games. Who's that going to hurt, really? I don't think it... I can't see how that can hurt anyone. It hurts Unless Yoshi's Yoshi has feelings, a dog. all right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Unless Yoshi has a dong, you're right. Well, you know what they did with Crazy Frog? Yep. <laughs> yep. Sad. <laughs> yeah, I know on uh on my side at least, the stuff that I've been playing, I actually had to I've mostly been on my Switch here, but um I just completed uh have you heard of let me even bring up what the hell it is. Um a short hike. Have you heard of that? I don't think so. So it went on sale and I believe it's a game that is done by uh was it a humble bundle they have a dev studio and it's like humble dev or something so it's like their first game they developed and released themselves and such and it's just like kind of a cute little slice of life game where you're a you're like you're all animals but you can talk and such and you're a bird who just has to take this really big hike to make a important phone call but it's kind of just the journey along the way it's a quick like two three hour game it's cute it's interesting it's fun i like games like that okay yeah yeah that sounds pretty yeah i know yeah it was um i've also been i'm kind of doing a few like daily things as well so i'm still kind of working on catherine like full body whenever i do play that a bit um but i've been playing i got back into animal crossing new horizons because i got out of it for a bit and then a friend of mine um had picked it up so we started playing it and we're like uh actually even (laughs) right before this um i had my what was it my island uh because we've been tracking our uh, turnip price and such my island was like 562 or something it spiked today so we just were selling turnips at my place oh cool but i've been yeah but i've I've been playing that like almost every day uh ring fit adventure uh because i'm not going to the gym i try and play that every day monday through friday and it kicks my ass and it's worth it it's great that sounds pretty Um, nice yeah it is yeah and uh, there's another game, uh, Valhalla. Uh, I'm not sure if you've heard of that. Well, I know what a Valhalla is, but I, I don't... I think everyone does, yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, know what the game is. So it is a kind of pixelated visual novel style uh, cyber bartender game that takes place in the future. Okay. And I I love the game. I've played it several times. But I decided to replay it yet again because what I'm doing, just as kind of a little fun thing, I'm playing it day by day. It takes the course. It takes course like over a few weeks in December, and if you include the prologue, the game technically starts on December 9th. So 
I started playing it on December 9th and I only play it day by day. So every single day I'm just playing that day when it's like the actual day. So like, for example, today's December 16th. I've, I'm only playing through the December 16th day. Mm, okay. Yeah. It's, it's been fun. I think the only issue is it's mixing up my days. So yeah. <laughs> like today is like act like the real day today is Wednesday, but in the game it's Friday. So then I start getting confused, like in my real life, like, wait, is it Wednesday or Friday? I'm not sure. (laughs) Yeah. When you live a lifestyle like mine, I never even keep track of days like at all. I just wake up, work, sleep, and that's about it. Every day can be a a Sunday, I guess. Basically, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, when when the whole, uh, even I still feel it at this point. But for me, this is pretty much how every day feels. Like Monday through Friday feel like Sunday with a they feel like Sunday with a set schedule, like a block of like eight or nine hours where I have to do a thing. Mm-hmm. Saturday feels like a really long Sunday. And then Sunday feels like Sunday. Yeah. 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 That's pretty much how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, well, ho- hopefully we'll get to some kind of normalcy here in the, in the next few months, but it we'll would see. be nice. Maybe this summer would... or something. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, either way, you know, now wrapping up here. So frame Raider, where can people find you online if they want to hear uh, hear more from you, more rants here, uh, and watch maybe some of the awesome Rayman stuff that you either have or have coming down the pipeline? Right, right. And you know, check out you know what what's going on with that third Ratchet and Clank game from you. Where can people find yeah. you? Well, uh, you go on YouTube, you search Frame Raider. Uh, it'd be pretty easy to find me there. You go on Twitter, and then it's at TV Frame Raider, no spaces. Uh, I guess that's pretty much all I've got really when it comes to uh my uh social medias i mean if you want to get in touch my dms are open so there's that too awesome i think they're open people send me requests now and then so that must mean they're open (laughs) i would think so yeah 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 that means they're open yeah right on awesome yeah and what i'll do i mean in the in the youtube upload i'll just link your youtube channel as well as your twitter so people can find you that way oh no problem i do it for everyone yeah yeah so, you know, our very last thing, and I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit, but what I like to do with all of my guests when we wrap up, uh, I like to pick a keyword that can be used at, uh, you know, for anybody who's gone here to the end. So if you're here at the end and you comment down below in the comment section on the YouTube upload and you use this word, FrameRater and I will both know that you made it to the end here. So FrameRater, I'm, I'm going to pass to you. What word should that be? Hmm. Bosconian bosconian yeah because it's a great arcade game that nobody really talks about and i Yo, wish we're gonna did. see so, we're gonna see so many misspellings of that <laughs> oh man i can't wait all right so there we go we have it if you use the word bosconian uh in your comment we will know that you made it to the end congratulations go check out the oh. arcade game if i were to make it if i were to make a different if, if you ask if you ask me again now i'd say the word anteater because that's another arcade game people got to check out everyone always mistakes oils wells oh it came first no man check it out anteater great arcade game okay so that's another one to check out but just, just use the, the word we're going use with. the word busconian in the comments that's what you'll do but check Perfect. out anteater uh, you just All got right. me thinking so <laughs> okay cool thinking is good thinking is healthy yeah <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, I think that's about it for this episode. So, Frame Raider, I want to thank you again very much for coming on. This was definitely a fun me. episode. Yeah. No problem. No problem. Yeah. And to everybody out there, hopefully you all uh, stay safe, stay healthy, have a great holiday, no matter what you are celebrating. And 
you know, hopefully we'll have a good new year as well, too, going into 2021. Anyways, this is Mr. Mario signing off. Thank you all for listening and watching, everyone. And until next month.